All right, let's talk a little bit about the difference between Jesus and Christianity and Islam. I myself never knew Jesus spoke about in Islam. I always thought that Muhammad was their quote version of Jesus. And come to find out they they venerate and they actually speak about Jesus as a prophet, one of the most divine prophets of God, you know. So this is for me was mind blowing and opened my eyes to a lot of things, including what I believe is the truth, which is why I reverted to you know the faith of Islam. Praise to Allah. So yeah, let's talk a little something about this. Jesus is acknowledged in both Christianity and Islam and is inseparable from the core beliefs of each religion. Yet despite so many similarities and common grounds, there are several differences that are distinct to both Islam and Christianity. Welcome back to another episode of FTD Facts. My name is Leroy Kenton, and I'm exploring 10 differences of Jesus in the religions of Islam and Christianity. So let's just jump right into it. Starting at number 10, in Islamic texts, you won't find Jesus ever being referred to as the Son of God because it is believed that God has no children. And a lot of the differences related to this is how the term Son of God is actually used. So check this. The Christian view is that Jesus is only God's Son in the spiritual sense, not in a physical sense, and that the term Son of God is actually a title. One example of this that I found is like, if you call someone the son of the Nile, it means that that person is from Egypt. So to say that Jesus is the son of God means that Jesus is from God. Next up, number And I just that, um, so as I did more research and started learning deeper on it, they called Solomon the son of God, David, son of God, Israel, son of God. So that's been something that title has been going on since days of you know of Moses. So um, so now apparently so now we're changing the meaning of something that's been used historically as one thing for so long, and that shocked me because as I decided to just sit down and kind of learn more about it. So I don't know what you guys think. Let me know. Number nine, one of the biggest points of debate between Muslims and Christians is whether Jesus is also God or not. Muslims are clear in the belief that Jesus is not God himself because Jesus was a human. Christians believe that God took on the form of a burning bush when revealing himself to Moses, so it's not impossible for God to take on the form of a human in order to reveal himself to humans, just in a different way, though. Another difference is that in the Quran... But he... Again, let's just talk. It's just, you know, what they're saying, not just that, but was it that his presence was there and it burned you know the bush but the bush kept being alive was also because of his grace and his strength you know or was it fire was it burning or was it just light because his presence was there you know and does that mean that jesus was son of god something that again has been used in the bible itself many times to refer to someone that's been sent by him on it shares a story of how jesus spoke in the cradle as a baby and it goes then she mary pointed to him they said how can we talk to one who is a child in the cradle he 
Jesus said, Verily, I am a slave of God. He has given me the scriptures and made me a prophet. And that's found in the Quran, Surah 19, verses 29 to 30. Now, in Christianity, there's no such story as baby Jesus talking or anything like that. But it's not expressly denied. It could happen, like it's possible that it happened in the view of Christianity. In the Bible though, the first time Jesus is recorded to have spoken is when he's 12 years old. Muslims view the miracle of Jesus speaking as a baby as a sign that he is a special prophet from God, but it is not listed as one of the miracles of Jesus in the religion of Christianity. Okay, so- Yeah, I mean, but if there's nothing, it's just a small blurb, it was 12, that's it. And then that's the only time he spoke was 12. Obviously, sure, he spoke beforehand. You know, but there's no, again, recorded or textual about it, except for the Quran, which actually has shows a little more time about him, even from, you know, it'll show his, you say, the power of God, you know, in Jesus, in a, in a more complete way. And with the authenticity of the Quran versus, again, out of four out of the two, two out of the four Gospels, only mention, no one was mentioned the birth of Jesus, and only, and they're both completely different. So then, okay, why are we listening to that one versus the other one? Moving on to number seven, let's take a look at the times that Jesus is mentioned. So Jesus, called Isa in Arabic, is one of the most mentioned people in the entire Quran. He's mentioned 25 times by the name Isa, and he's also mentioned in the third person 48 times, and also in the first person 35 times. There's other mentions of Jesus, but titles and attributes like the Son of Mary or the Word of God are used. Now, over in Christianity, in the King James Version of the Bible, the name Jesus appears 937 times. However, that doesn't include other places where he's mentioned but not directly by name so depending on the translation the word Jesus appears between 900 to 1300 times and references to Jesus like using the term Christ or Lord appear several hundred times and also some of these words may be translated as Jesus so it really just depends on the but also the Quran is the equivalent of just one gospel that's technically how, how it is. They have the message, the gospel, given to them by Muhammad in one book. Everything else is actually separate because they, you know, those letters and things like that, those are all commentaries. They do have those, but they have a science behind it on how to say if it's correct or not on there and how they will be added to the belief and, the, and their faith, which is. You know, in Christianity, you got all this stuff. Nobody knows where it came from, who wrote it. Nah, feels good enough. I'm going to throw it together and say, okay, everything's the word of God. type of translation of the Bible that you use. Okay, so let's take a look at the differences with the crucifixion. Muslims do not believe that Jesus was crucified. Islamic tradition explains that Jesus was actually spared from being put to death. In the Quran, Surah 4, verse 157 to 159, it says, and for their saying, indeed, we have killed the Messiah, Jesus, the son of Mary, the messenger of Allah, and they did not kill him, nor did they crucify him, but another was made to resemble him to them. And indeed, those who defer over it are in doubt. They have no knowledge of it except the following of assumption. And they did not kill him for certain. 
So the central theme in Christianity, on the other hand, is that Jesus indeed did die through crucifixion. In the four Gospels of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all go into great detail about Jesus dying on a cross. Halfway in at number five, Muslims believe that Jesus... Also, nobody mentions the fact that Jesus said, just like Jonah, you know, he, um, that prophecy, but then that, that prophecy, Jonah doesn't die. He's spared and then brought back by the grace of God. So, the same. Was a prophet who was given a special message, the Injil or the gospel, to convey to all the people. And this message confirmed what was taught in the Torah and also foretold of the coming prophet Muhammad. Now in Christianity, Jesus also shares a gospel that is intended to be spread to the entire world. And the difference though, is that in Christianity, the one who Jesus foretells is coming after him is the Holy Spirit, who is believed to also be God, not the prophet Muhammad. All right, let's talk about the miracles now. While Muslims accept that Jesus- Yeah, that, it, and it's, one that's coming, it, it's, I don't get it because the one that's coming, if it's the Holy Spirit, it's already here though. Because God is everything and everywhere. But he wasn't here. But he was. But then it's oh no, he was made available afterwards. But if it on other verses, he was there already. Oh no, but then everybody will have access to it. It's exhausting. Jesus was a servant of God, as well as a teacher. They do not believe that he was actually divine. The Quran describes the miracles of Jesus, such as healing the sick and raising the dead, but it does not describe these miracles to him being divine. Instead, Jesus is said to be a sign to all mankind of God's endless mercy. Christianity, on the other hand, ascribes his miracles to him being divine, as well as an example of what people can accomplish if they have total faith in God. In the book of John 14, verses 12, it says, Very truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And those are the words of Jesus, according to the Bible. Now, number three. Yeah, he's going to the Father, but then that's going to himself. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And Moses split the sea. Let us see. It's not God, but he turned the staff to, to a serpent and throw plagues. Yeah, just through the power of God. See, see how that see how that works? You know. The same. Muslims do not believe in original sin. And if you don't know, original sin, by the way, is a Christian belief that is believed that the nature to sin actually stems from Adam and Eve disobeying God at the beginning. So now everyone born as a default has like this nature to disobey God. But Muslims don't actually share that view. So they don't see the need for a savior in the same way that Christians do. Christianity teaches that Jesus came in the form of a human so that he could allow all humans to take on his divine nature, which is the only hope to be saved. The book of 2 Peter 1 verses 4 says, And because of his glory and excellence, 
He has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Now, the Muslim view is that as long as anyone accepts God and professes Muhammad as his messenger and strives to submit their will to God, that's all that's needed to be saved. Okay, so number two we have... Yeah, and... And the whole thing about Arena saying, uh, yeah, it, it it actually almost that whole story almost plagiarizes some other pagan beliefs too, which people don't understand. Okay, wait, are they drawing from other sources as well? On it? of course, a merciful merciful God would not have me pay for the sins of of others, though. You know, they will have to pay for their own sins, and the whole sacrifice for those sins is making sense because sacrifices are not for actually for sins. That you know you committed a sacrifice or call it a scapegoat just in case for for those sins that you didn't know you committed and you actually even in this and ezekiel it, it talks about that that is your repentance to sin have the belief in the return of jesus in these two religions these are also completely different According to the popular Islamic belief, in the end times, Jesus will return and proclaim Islam to be the true religion, and all Christians will just convert. All other religions will no longer exist, and Jesus will be the sole ruler of the world, and the reign of Jesus will last 40 years. He'll also join forces with the Mahdi, who is the redeemer in Islam, to defeat the Dajjal or the Antichrist. And the most common Christian belief about this, though, is that when Jesus returns in the end times, everyone will see him. It's going to be loud. All the angels in heaven are going to come back with him and everyone that passed away that was deemed righteous will actually resurrect at that moment and everyone that's alive deemed righteous will join those who resurrected and be caught up in the sky and everybody goes to heaven so yeah two completely different views right there and finally uh also that there's also way more views he didn't mention a few other ones on there i believe they don't want to actually go up to heaven they're actually going to stay in earth then there's a rapture immediately snap under and it, it's just there's yeah it's a whole bunch of them though that's just not one though and islam it's just the religion of submit of submission to the almighty technically if you submit yourself to the almighty you're technically following islam it's just a syntax muslim is just he who submits his will to god yeah, so it's just a sick syntax. Number one, this probably you'll hear this question asked a lot in debates between Muslims and Christians about Jesus is that did Jesus say that he was God? Well, the belief in Christianity is that he, in fact, did say that. Jesus says things like, before Abraham was, I am, and that I and the Father are one, and that if you see me, you've seen the Father. So those are all statements that you find in the Bible. Now, the Muslim belief is that these statements still do not clearly have Jesus saying that he is God. So the debate still continues. All right, guys, so those were 10 different... Yeah, and really, it's it's right. They're not... They're not, uh, he didn't actually say it. So you can't tell me that God, the Almighty, just wouldn't actually come out and say it. Is that what we're trying to say here? Or, you know, and it's just con contextual, like it could be interpreted in many ways. They say, oh, that's why you just have to have faith. But Jesus was not a whole thing about blind faith. It, 
man, especially the Protestant faith doesn't it doesn't make any sense. But there's like thousands of different sects on it. So then, which one? Which Holy Spirit is being led by? Is the Holy Spirit confused? I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Hope you enjoy the video. And uh, yeah, see you guys on the next one.